deadline on Oak Street, aisle three. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Bidding warrant the offer's counter in five minutes. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. From Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California, it's The Fanboy Show! You can always reach us at Foobar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Yes. Yes. Yes, foo. Well, on tap today, there seems to be a theme happening on planet Earth right now because it's 2020 and why the fuck not? And it's uh, don't go outside, foo. <laughs> yeah, don't go outside, <laughs> and well, you know what? Or or go outside in full force, because uh, you know, last week we said we weren't going to talk about it, and um, I guess maybe maybe it's I'm jaded. Maybe a, a, a lot has happened this year where I'm just like, let's just push it away. You know, let's it'll it'll just it'll go away one day, and then we get back to our fucking circle jerk that is the Foo Bar Show. But not this week, foos, because. Um, we're witnessing history as it, you know, as it unfolds, uh, as sad as it is and as important as it is, um, it needs to happen because what happened last week was a fucking murder over in Minneapolis with uh, with George uh, Bird and um, George Floyd, George Floyd. I'm sorry. I'm so mad. Larry Bird's brother, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Larry, and, Larry and George. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and shit, dude, like it, it sparked up it, it, like the anger and, and fury of the American people, because I mean, even if it, even if you've come across a police officer, uh, just because you got a chicken shit ticket for some, that's enough <laughs> to like push them over the edge. But so, you know, the, the many who are sane and just are just like, well, you know, as long as I don't bother anybody and live my life and just kind of keep to myself, um, I'll just kind of let let this go but no you know i, I think this this sparked up the the fury in in a lot of people all across the country no matter what where you come from you can agree that black people have had it bad for at least 400 years on this continent like no question and um and you know what they say about civilizations man all, you could you could tell a lot about how you treat your women your animals and your weak and if uh, they're perceived to be weak and you treat them like shit, then, you know, there it is. We're, 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 we're obviously not the greatest country in the world when it comes to treating our, our people with, with some equity. Not even equal, you know, equity at, at the very least. 
you know, get give them the opportunities to at least succeed like a like a human being with some dignity. But you know, I, I'm not I, that I'm not going to go on a huge soapbox here. But I did want to get your guys' perspective because you cannot escape it in the news right now. And I know you guys also have your own opinions. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Have an opinion. But um, I mean, yeah, you, you know, we tried to be quiet last week because, like you said, we wanted to kind of get some everyone's mind off something else, off of everything that's happening right now. But you know, it's. I finally made a statement. I think I, I put a Instagram post on Saturday and it, it you know, you, I just finally got to the point where I was like, dude, I got to say something. Like, even if my voice is not even heard, who cares? It's like, as long as you're saying it, as long as you're putting it out there and if someone's going to listen, that's all that you can do. And, and also change by going to the polls and voting or absentee ballots, but more on that later. I, I mean, in this instance, a man lost his life because of a fucking bounce check because of a fucking bounce check dude because mm-hmm. supposedly he, he had a fraud check he was chilling in his car there's video of this you can see him chilling in his car and they pull him out of his car handcuff him and then boom it just takes off from there and it's it's sickening man that this is still happening and unfortunately it's primarily happening to a lot of you know black people some you know brown people let's not you know take them out of this because yeah you know, it, it's it's happening to everyone of color that gets pulled over by, mm. by a police officer. You know, sometimes they're just automatically judged and, you know, that that police officer's awareness is like extra heightened and they just fucking go off. I don't know. I don't know what their mindset is. Maybe some of them are just fucking racist. That's all. You know, at this point, that's what we're going by because it's happening too fucking often. And I think it's good that people are out there, you know, spreading the word. Um, but you also should contribute. You know, if it's, even if it's like five, 10 bucks, whatever, just contribute, sign petitions. If people have petitions for you to sign as, you know, especially with trying to charge these four guys with the murder of George Floyd, do that, you know, participate in that. If you're not going into these protests, you know, try to try to better this world and affect change however you can, um, especially going to the polls and trying to make change there, uh, because obviously that's the only way it's going to work because these fucking politicians ain't working. And if they ain't working for us, we get them out. Depending, no matter what you what you follow, if you see a change, the only way to affect it is by voting. And whichever way you want to vote, that's up to you. But that's the only way we can affect change. And dude, I'm tired, man. I'm tired of seeing shit like this. It's gotta end. Well, we we've said it for a long time now. You know, everybody has to get out to the polls, but when it counts, you know, we're always disappointed. And uh, it's about time where people uh, people are so quick and it's so easy to get out there and protest. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's it's not it's it, it, it's it's definitely you got to put in some effort. You got to you got to do it the right way because you got to get those bad apples that are looting and, and are setting well, shit on fire. And, and it's all easy in the fa- it's, it's easy in the fact that, you, you know, it's an easy choice to make, you know, mm-hmm. going or not going. But it's it's hard because you also have to put into you know, decide, think about other factors. Like, hey, if I'm going to this protest, which area am I going into? Like, if I see people, bad eggs coming, how fast am I going to get out of there? Like, you got to be a little bit more self-aware when you actually or go. Also, is my, group, is my group going to work to get these assholes to stop destroying the city, too? Exactly. Are we going to be protecting and actually doing something, or are we just going to fucking go into chaos? Because if 
if it's just chaos, there's no message. That's all it is. It's just chaos and anarchy. But, and, but you guys know me. I try to be, I try to be reasonable whenever I can. But I'm, um, I, I'm a tell it right now, man. I, I, I am not cool with any bullshit against any minority. You know, and and if force is needed, I, you know, I, you, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I, I try to be as reasonable as possible, and sometimes I can be fake about it. Uh, but dude, I, I, I am all about you. Know, you. Getting, I'm all about getting militant with it, dude. Like, it, these people have spent 400 years, an entire race of people, 400 years getting shit on by a system that has been built so that they can, you know, be put down on a day to day basis. It's just not fair. And it's time for everybody else to say, guys, cut it the fuck out. Vote them out. I mean, I, I'm, I, I've been thinking, Gio, fucking the last, one of the last fucking great revolutions that we saw over in Europe was in France. Motherfuckers dusted uh-huh. off the guillotine, tarred and feathered these politicians, and sent them to hell, dude. Like I am down with that, but that's uh, that's that's not going to be easy to come by these days. You know what I mean? So who never give that? up on your dreams? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, there's hell to pay. There's a lot of dangerous people in office right now, and uh, and I. Honestly, sometimes I think that that the protesters don't go far enough. But the wow. last thing the last thing I want to see is cities getting destroyed, cities with good people, you know, who need a fucking supply chain to go home and work towards. Listen so, here, Foo. What do you have to Listen say about here. it? Foo? Listen, you work you work for a company that, that has pillows. I work for a company that has access to tar. We can make this happen, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, what? You're tarring feathering these guys. <laughs> I'm saying. No, I mean I'm okay with tarring and feathering. But we we, we yeah. should come. We should come up with a business idea that says sick of loot, sick of looters, and then in, <laughs> install all these tar and feather traps like in the business. <laughs> like, home, like in Home Alone. Exactly, dude. That dude, have the Kev, Kevin. Kevin knew what he was doing, but we have to have. We have to have a toilet nearby with gasoline in there. It's not going to work. And we have to refer the, to them as filthy animals. <laughs> and we always have to say Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but, Fu, what are your thoughts, man? You're a little quiet there, Fu. Well, Fu, I mean, it's it's tough, man, because you're, you're really seeing people get online and kind of the whole all lives matter nonsense. And it's like, yeah, yeah, bro, but let me let me tell you this. If a fucking house is burning in a neighborhood and the one house is on fire and you're saying, you know, my house matters. And then that asshole Karen's like, no, all houses matter. And it's like, yeah, bitch, but my house is on fire right now. (laughs) Yeah. Like this shit needs to stop. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, well, I need water too for my house. My house deserves water. And it's like, but right now my house needs the water. You dumb son of a bitch. (laughs) Like, People are getting caught up in the whole equity thing and make it, you know, oh, being saying Black Lives Matter matter is uh, non-inclusive. And it's like, well, yeah, because uh, we're the ones. Yeah, we're the ones excluding African-Americans from, you know, being able to be treated right. So, yeah, they they need the attention. We don't we don't need the attention. And what sucks is that we poach their culture every fucking day we grab from their culture and you know at this point you know they're 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 fine with it 
but like, okay, let's not steal their culture and, and little bits from it. And, Listen, food, and then tell them to put them down. Their basketball shoes are amazing, okay? I'll steal that every day. <laughs> yeah. Jordan's all day. Jordan's all day, bro. All okay. Day. But I mean, Jordan, yeah. Jordan, South Republicans, too, food. Don't forget. um i mean when you think about it white people like a white guy went in and fucking shot up a church a black church and you know how he was taken out Hmm. walked out with his hands behind his back wasn't beaten nothing they even dragged wasn't dragged they lowered his head to get in the car and they actually gave him something like a drink of water Right before they closed the door on them. Yeah, they said, "Here's some water. It's a long ride. We're looking out for you." And it's this like, a, "What the fuck?" This is a mass murderer. And you know what? A black guy who bounced a check gets yeah. fucking knee on his neck and he can't breathe and dies. Right. It's like that's that's not justice, and that's the main point. And you know what? I think I think we stress this enough <laughs> on this uh, on this topic, but you know, I I think we just needed to say it. You know, we, we owe a responsibility to whoever is listening. Um, if you're listening to the FUBAR show, fuck you. Because there's <laughs> we're good podcast. We're a good <laughs> podcast, but we're not that good. But we do have morals though. Yeah. There's an asterisk that has a moral behind it. Okay. Yeah, and you know, uh I think we've been pretty responsible as entertainers, uh <laughs> entertainers to, <laughs> to Well, you're entertaining as fuck. I don't know why you're Quotating quotations. Oh, well, okay. All right. Thank you. I'll take it. But fucking, uh, but fucking, I will say that. Uh, Not yet. Uh, but uh, I'll just say that, you know, we, when things need to be said, I don't think we stray away from it, especially when it's infiltrating our, our culture and our history. Uh, I mean, this is something that we're going to be telling uh, grandchildren about. And um, listen, man. When it's my, my Starbucks is affected oh, in Jesus the morning, Christ. I can't have my matcha and I can't have my fucking lunch. I get mad, yeah, man. God forbid. I don't fucking eat for fucking eight hours. And by the way, protest. how pissed off would you be if you were a fucking uh, time traveler from 1969 moving into the future at 2020 and you're just like race riots, a guy going into space? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> pandemic pandemic what happening? the fuck right? went down the fucking men in black did a number on the earth food. i'm telling you man <laughs> like people forget and it's just god the goddamn south i swear i know man and you know what you know what's crazy too the people who do have the best intentions and are saying like you know what there's a way to do this and it's peacefully yes there is that that's true however at at there are some areas where they've tried it and it hasn't worked. Like a and knee during the anthem, perhaps? Yeah, exactly, dude. And it's like, okay, everyone likes to point at Martin Luther King saying he was respectful. He made change happen. And, you know, he, he took the higher road. And you know what? Martin Luther King did. But in the moment, no one respected that. And the only time change came about was after he got killed. And the country rioted for a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The change didn't happen while he was waiting to make his, his next big speech. Civil rights did not go into effect while he was alive. It came after he was shot and killed and the country went ballistic for a week. Okay. Th- this whole, oh, uh, they did it the right way. Yeah, but you fucking still killed him. 
Yeah. Like you still fucking killed him. Mm-hmm. So th- there is no, you know, us passing the law was how they put a fucking bandaid on it. I mean, it took them, it took to the nineties to quit that shit still. And I even mean, then and you even got the 92 right. It, has, it hasn't even, it hasn't quit. It hasn't yeah. quit. Let's exactly. just get, let's just, let's just say it like it is. It hasn't quit. And now, and, and now I think it means more because you have more than just black people in the streets. You got yeah, everyone's in the you got you now. got the I mean, Amish out there, bro. Dude, the Mennonites, the Mennonites <laughs> know how to get down, son. Dude, <laughs> don't you don't fuck with the Mennonites, man. They're gonna <laughs> they will smite thee with the hammer of Thor. I'm saying, all right, man. Yeah, man. They they dress up their women to not look sexy. Okay, those guys know what's up. <laughs> I mean, bro, they're ballsy enough to just have a goat beard a goat beard and still pull it off and not live near a single mountain foo no it's like they have a they have a permanent lion's mane it, it doesn't make sense that's right english it's goddamn impressive <laughs> right. man, i gotta say <laughs> that's right english Fucking... uh, like yeah my, my my sister sent that to me and i sent it to all you guys i was like okay wait what damn like shit is real bad if the fucking that's, Amish got it. That's involved. why I sent you the <laughs> gif of uh, fucking Captain America going assemble. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was busting, man. I was perfect. I'm all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With Thor's hammer. So <laughs> come so, English. <laughs> yeah. So what we're saying is, you know, we're giving the middle finger to all the uh racists, bigots, uh, bigots and the apologists of those two groups. Uh, because even then, I am annoyed by people who find this as a mild inconvenience. Oh, there's a there's a curfew at six. Oh, now I can't go out for fucking bonbons or whatever the fuck you do when you're white. And it's like I I can't go to Starbucks my min my late run Starbucks, and it's like you don't need coffee at night. Go in the morning like a fucking normal human. You fucking crack addict. <laughs> I mean, well, food, what if they have an epic gaming streak they gotta keep up and they gotta get that fix in? I, I, look, look, dude, you're 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 mixing you're you're crossing lines here, That's dude. Neither here nor okay. there, sir. If you're gonna go on epic, if you're gonna go on epic gaming streak, you need some code red, okay? Don't get me started. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I mean, if you have surge, go surge. Because do they oh. still make surge? We they still do. Foo. No way. Yeah, we gotta, oh, we gotta figure out how to get it shipped to each of us, and then we all have to try surge for one day on the pod. We'll all like go nuts and break through a wall. Well, good thing you're telling me now, <laughs> so now I know not to eat for two days before I drink any. Good idea, foo. <laughs> it's like fucking three days worth of salt and sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I I, we I, I just wanna our... I just wanna say one more thing before we end no. the, okay. the topic. No. For those who are going out and protesting, I um, I posted something on my story. It's gone by now, but I did want to reiterate this for those going out because I want I want those people, at least the ones that are they're going out for the right reasons, to be as safe as possible. Um, so to protest safely, and I've done this before. It's been a long time since I've been in part of protest, but um, you need to wear uh, nondescript, solid colors, layered clothing, and cover any identifying tattoos wear goggles wear masks also because it's fucking covid that hasn't stopped uh wear emergency contacts uh, write down emergency contacts on your arm in case you get knocked out people need to know who to contact all that good stuff 
If you have long hair, tie it up in a bun, tie it up in a ponytail, whatever you got to do, just tie it up. Bring with you water for drinking and, and, and just in case you get tear gassed. Bring snacks, bring your ID, cash, change, a washcloth, earplugs, signs. Of course, you got to bring your signs and uh, some basic first aid supplies. Do what, about not... your, what about your charcoal and your skewers for when you make s'mores, Phil? Um, I'm oh, sure you food. can loot that. You gotta line. be ready for the s'mores. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on, dude. Sure, Give man. the people sure. good information. And uh, don't bring jewelry. Don't wear any kind of stupid jewelry. You'll get yanked. Um, and don't be anything you wouldn't want to be arrested with, like a, like a, I don't know, weed, coke. Uh, well, weed's cool here in California, but uh, you know, drugs and dumb shit like that. Uh, or don't a knife. bring. Yeah, or a big old knife. Don't wear contact lenses. That also is not a good idea because if you get the, the, the tear gas, you're not going to be wanting to wear those, and now you're blind. So wear your glasses um, and then wear your goggles over that so they, they stay in place and they don't fall off. Um, and if you're going to bring your cell phone, um, make sure that it's – if it's not turned off, make sure that it, you at least turn off the face and touch ID and uh, you, uh, you put it on airplane mode. You don't want your battery going out, uh, and you don't want to be knocked out and somebody else using your phone while you are knocked out. So um, just be safe. And uh, also, one thing that has been brought to my attention is that if you get gassed, uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. There's been there's been talks about um, cops taking a knee in solidarity with the protesters. Apparently, that's just for photo ops. Uh, look alive. Keep your head on a swivel because as soon as the uh, media turns their cameras away, they've been known to still gas the people. So, um, oh damn! Yeah. So keep your head on a swivel. Uh, look alive. Uh, don't be complacent, and but be uh, but be civil. Don't destroy shit, um, and uh, stop those who are trying to, especially when you know that they're not there for the right reasons. Specifically, the undercover police that they've proven are going out there and uh, inciting some of the looting. So, I think that's that's gonna do it for that uh, rant. I think we came within fifteen minutes, right, fellas? No, no, twenty-one minutes. All right. Oh, <laughs> Good work. Um... On everything. Yes. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Peace out. <laughs> now, let's, uh, all right. Well, let's, let's move on. Doesn't mean we're not going to continue to, it's not, the, the, the topic will probably continue to sprinkle throughout the show, but at least, you know, we're done, uh, with but our foo, fucking. They, now, now they know where we stand, foo. Yeah. And, and tune out and maybe permanently if, if you think otherwise, because, because fuck you, man. At the end, at the end, well, I'll, I have a list of places where you can donate, but I'll save that for the very end of the pod. All right, sick, man. Um, I, I think uh, let's move on and talk about something a little more fun. All right, all right. Back, we'll start, uh, back to reality, Foo. Let's talk about these martial laws and shit, Foo. Okay, fuck are you talking about foo Ooh, i i just want to go back to simpler times after this is all done and you know instead of getting all down and sad and uh, seeing people's true colors i just want to go back to the days where we just make fun of you for being a total douchebag for not wanting pineapple on this pizza man dick <laughs> oh those were the days foo those, those are the days, the days. <laughs> 
You guys still Back suck for that. when Jose hated pineapple, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. All right, I can't be the only one who who just it, l- listen. I don't even hate it. I just think it's wrong. What the fuck? Yeah, man. <laughs> It is just it doesn't belong there. At, at a certain point, listen, you're you're taking away the essence of what is a pizza. Okay? You're fucking you're putting pineapple on something that shouldn't be having pineapple on it. At at a certain point, you gotta call it something else because it's no longer a pizza. Hey man. You can call it idiot bread. That's a that's a that's a that's a that's a choice. How about uh, Hawaiian it, how about Hawaiian classic for elegant eloquent gentlemen? Whatever, dude. It's it's your menu. You call it whatever you want. You know, if, if you actually finally fucking change the name of this goddamn monstrosity, uh, I I I would cease to be angry, because at that at a certain point you stopped fucking with pizza. Challenge accepted. Food. All right, all right. We'll make that shit spread. Make tell him I <laughs> tell him I hit you. Make it spread like the sauce. <laughs> tell him you hit sure. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit me. That's how you because that's how you drive a point across. Goddamn right. Sometimes Fusini, you have to, man. Fusini knows how to get through to people, man. Stick your head outside. It's working in some way. It's getting people's attention. You're watching too much Honeymooners. <laughs> to the moon, Alice. To the moon. Oh, she talked about this shit, all right? Ooh, listen, man. I, I told you months ago, you got you to gotta be more diligent with the Great British Breaking Show, man. It'll open your <laughs> eyes, Foo. I've seen it. It's done. I've, I've, I've watched it. There's nothing else to that, see. That's the next thing we're going to Netflix party. Oh, for oh God. No. <laughs> oh, I don't you, Josh. So anyway, geeking out, geeking out. Uh, J- Josh, you had something? What? Yeah, oh, I yeah. got, well, I got some. <laughs> okay, fool, you go first. Yeah, Josh probably has the good content, so let's go with mine first. Um, fool. Hopes up. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, take it, I take it back. Uh... As we all know, Fu, my favorite superhero of all time, uh, Spider Man. What? <laughs> I mean, Fu, you, you, it's Stockholm syndrome, man. <laughs> you it's just, just you just accepted it. I just accepted. I'm it. like, this douchebag's gonna be around. Disney and Sony are never gonna play nice. We're gonna get the shitty Sony verse. Oh, oh no, what was it? The Spider Man universe of films or something? Something ridiculous. They're like Spider Man clever acronym. Spider Verse Foo. No, 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 no. They I I covered it like five or six podcasts ago. It's not officially the Spider Verse, it's the cinematic universe of Spider Man or something. Something ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Are they... attention, by the way, Josh. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome, Foo. I probably wasn't on that episode. Yeah, you were. <laughs> no, what? And you yeah. probably don't even use the hyphen in Spider Man, you douche. Oh, oh man, he's a spider <laughs> man. Spider Spiderman. Spiderman. He's a spider. <laughs> he's a spider man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, getting back to my boy here. Um, <laughs> Your boy Pete. <laughs> my boy Pedro. Foo. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Pedro, here is a quick list, foos, and I want to get your feedback. On every Spider-Man and Peter Parker on-screen version ranked. All right. So this can include several. This can include different movies of the same actor portraying Spider-Man. It's just the best, the best on-screen portrayal in a movie. 
All right. So it's better be good. I mean, foo. I mean, it's Spider Man. We it, we're handicapped already. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Seems like a nice uh, way to spend our time. Uh, you guys can probably guess foo. Who's at the Who's at the bottom of the list, foo? Who's at Andrew the bottom Garfield. of the spine? Mm-mm. No, uh, your boy Toby. Yeah, but which now? Which which McGuire movie is the just third one? Rock oh, the bottom. Third one. Spider-Man Three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, All right. So the, far, okay, I'm on so board. Emo emo Peter. emo Peter is number twelve. <laughs> all right. All right. Good. He deserves the that. Food. The dancing. The fact that. Uh, the symbiote turns Peter into a selfish miso- misogynist. Mm-hmm. Not good, foo. Oh, have you seen, by the way, the clip of of that scene where he's dancing without the music? Oh, dude, no. it's so awkward. It, it's yeah, it's like, what? What's this guy doing? Really? He's not even wearing earbuds. Like, what's he? What? Where's the beat coming from? I don't understand. It's I weird. Mean, yeah, they didn't even funnel that during production when they were filming. So, what the hell gave him the the rhythm? <laughs> Like what? what well, that's what? why he looks so awkward doing it too. It was just a bad choice. Uh, a bad choice. It was. It was. It was a risk, foo. And you know what? It did not pay off. No. Nope. No, it didn't. But did you do? You did hear that Sam Raimi actually wanted to do Spider-Man three differently. That yeah. he actually wanted it to be uh, the Lizard Man. Which but, is why Sony will never succeed with this fucking guy. Nope. nope. They, keep they never will. Too much. All right. All right. Before I get off topic too much, Foos, the next one. Mm-hmm. Who is the next one on the list, Foos? Uh, you might have mentioned it earlier, Foo, but specifically, which movie was this Spider-Man and Atrocity in? The Incredible Spider-Man 2? Or the Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Sorry. Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Foo. Amazing Spider-Man. Two? Yes. Spot on, Foo. Number two. Mm. Number two was just forced exaggerated uh Can it I... was the it was the annoying new york new yorker and it it looks more like a highlight reel spider-man than a spider-man movie and can i say jamie fox was the most annoying part of that movie his character just annoyed me yeah, Does that mean yeah how do you me? go how do you go from a nerd to i'm a badass named electro i'll kill you look and at my eyes i'm look blue. At my eyes or and and then like that fight scene at the end where he's just he's making music while fighting him like this oh, fucking I stupid fucking hated how does that, that make dude. it's like seriously you're fucking serious right now like that and then they tease the rhino no they did he did fight the rhino at the end right he did fight the rhino at the end it's yeah, so forgettable it was, dumb. The it was rhino so forgettable was shit. who was who was it was Paul Giamatti or Paul something Giamatti, yeah. yeah it was Paul Giamatti son of a bitch dude talk about the worst rhino casting of all time. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That is that's that fast number right now. And this next one, Foos, is a little surprising because personally, I think this is one of the better Spider-Man movie. And number ten, Foo, uh, we have uh which movie do you think, Foo? It's with the original Spider-Man. The the, the second one? Yeah, man, and which was surprising to me. I actually liked the Doc Ock character in the movie. Yeah, I didn't hate it. What's their gripe with the with Spider Man though? Like, what's what's the reasoning for having it so low? Um, let's see here. Uh, their main gripe is that uh, Tobey Maguire was twenty six and he was too old to be like he 
visually it didn't click with people because he is 26 year old playing like a 17 18 year old and they just weren't buying it um especially when he lost his powers uh they weren't they weren't too thrilled with the mcguire's acting chops in this one he wasn't wait what okay i find fault with this because one he wasn't 18 17 years old he was in college already for a few years. Yeah, he it was, was it was his, it was his uh, second year in college, right? When he met Doc Ock. No, it was like third or fourth. Because remember, in in Spider Man One, um, he graduates and then it jumps two years, uh, two years into college when he's living with uh, Harry. For... That's what I just said, Fu. Yeah, but remember, <laughs> Fu, in number two, that's another two. That's another two, one year to two year jump. That's what I just said. No, you didn't. You said his second year. I said his second year in college. That's two years from when he graduated. No, Fu, his third year. He was already in two years deep in number one, in in movie one. Well, does Peter Parker go to a uh, quarter unit college or semester-based college? Because that makes the whole difference. I don't Josh. know the fucking college. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was just, I was trying I, to deflect. I was yeah, deflecting. You, it didn't work. Yeah, you dumb prick. What's the next number? Wow, wow. Okay, yeah, he's, he's off the gas there, pal. Um, <laughs> no, here's I'm going the, full throttle. Wow, dude. It's just Spider-Man. It's my boy. Chill. Uh, <laughs> number nine. This is a kind of surprising button, but not surprising, but very surprising still, because this is probably the the holy grail of the uh, Marvel movies. You know which movie I'm talking about, Foos? Civil War? Civil War. No. Oh. Endgame? Endgame, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. He was but barely it just, in that. It, that's why I think because he was in it so little and it was just those, those four. You could tell it was a little bit forced when he was trying to be like quirky in the movie and it just didn't work. You think so? Um, All right. Yeah. The whole we want, Mr. Stark. It's like, a, 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 you don't need to be a douche kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, Foo, that's how that's what he called him in Homecoming. Oh my God, dude. This guy's just being nitpicky as fuck. Well, dude, I don't there, like, are, I don't like there, there are better Spider Man movies. It just so happens this this one just didn't catch his fancy. All right. All right. What's didn't next? tickle it, eh? All right. All right, the next one above is Fusi just mentioned Civil War. Um, number eight on the list. I thought this should have been in the top three because this is uh, this was Marvel kind of retooling Spider Man mm-hmm. with the MCU. And I uh, mm-hmm. had a dope costume, had a dope intro. Of course, they brought him in at the perfect time in the big fight scene. Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised it's number eight on this list. To think there's like seven more is like where are these coming from? But go ahead. Yeah. Um, let's see. And the, just like this guy says, the rest of my list must be incredible for the Civil War movie to be ranked number eight. All right. Okay. This, guy, this guy's this guy's digging up his own grave. Uh yeah, it's me. All right, here here's number seven. Oh wow. Number seven, uh, the original Spider Man. Hmm. Thought that'd be a little higher up, but all right. I mean, I didn't think it'd be higher than Civil War Spider-Man, but I mean, yeah, I think should... I think this one is mostly due to the fact that we had Tobey Maguire being Spider-Man. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe uh, 10 years ago it would have been higher on the list, but I guess not after what we've seen. So what's well, next? I, well, when I think when you get higher on the list, you'll kind of see why these movies are so low. Um, for example, this next movie, uh, it's Spider. It's the, one of the Spider Men from Into the Spider Verse, Jake Johnson, oh. the fat, oh. the fat Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter B. Peter B. Parker. Yeah, he's he enjoyable. He was very enjoyable. His character is dope. When he got sucked into the other universe, he made sure he fucking grabbed his pizza with his web. I mean, <laughs> shit like that was just like little comedy. Um, with the sweatpants and all. Exactly, dude. And <laughs> I think that's what this list is getting at. Like those first versions of Spider-Man were, were good at the time. Mm-hmm. But there's been a little bit better, funnier ones as we go. And uh, Peter B. Parker, uh, Jake Johnson, um, I think that's the guy who voice acted him. Yeah, from New Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number five. I don't know. I don't know about this one, Foo. Uh, we're we're back with uh, Josh's boy, Andrew Garfield, oh. with the original Amazing Spider-Man. That's your boy, Josh. Andrew Garfield. Honestly, dude, you know what? I thought he was going to be a good casting, but they just didn't write for him, man. They didn't write shit for him. Yeah, yeah and and I think the disappointment was the second one because we all knew the first movie was going to be the reboot. So it's kind of, you know, you, you, you give it a little bit of credit because they're doing something new instead of bringing back an older Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. So I think people looked at the upside more and enjoyed that movie. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, I don't even remember who he fought in the first movie. It was the lizard. Ah, yeah. ah yes, yes. Yeah, it was the lizard, man. Right, and I liked that. Like that 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 movie was pretty good, with the exception of the CGI of the lizard. Like mm-hmm. if they had just changed his face to have the snout, just just a more of his actual pronounced snout, I would have been okay with it. Because in every iteration we've seen of the lizard man, he actually has yeah. The lizard. Yeah, snout. not the fucking face. Right. Yeah. I hated that. I, and and that, I, that was the downfall for me for that. Point. And I think this one's rated a little higher because this is the first time we kind of see like a millennial type of Spider-Man. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, okay, cool. He's like hip. He's cool. He's with it the fit. times. It fit. And what they were building to, it it, it worked. And, um, you know, unfortunately. And, it just and they just flopped the with second the second one. one. Missed. Yeah. And they like, stay true to the origins. Like he has to have cartridges. You know, it's not just coming out of his fucking arm. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that at the time, that was the most comic-accurate Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's why a lot of us liked it. And his suit was cool, like how they mm-hmm. made the upgrades to the suit. Oh, loved cool. it. How he, especially, like, throughout the movie, when he was slowly piecing it together, buying the shades, buying yeah. the shoes, sewing it all. Like, he put all that shit together, and they showed it, and I, I liked that touch yeah. to the movie. Whereas the other one, all of a sudden, he, he ends up in a fucking million-dollar suit from a pair of sweatpants and a ski mask that he had <laughs> a couple of scenes earlier. Right. So, um, okay. So what's next, Wu? Next one on the list, number four. Uh, i got four more to go. Uh, this one's interesting because I thought this is one of the best Spider-Man deep, uh, movie or appearances by Spider-Man. It's uh, Avengers Infinity War. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, number this is, four. Eh? Yeah, this is one of the better ones because he actually uses the Iron Spider suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he gets that upgrade mid fucking like <laughs> while he's in the stratosphere from Tony Stark. Right. 
Yeah, that was um, a cool way of getting it. And then, like, the whole fucking twist that, like, he actually did stay on the spaceship, that's totally Spider-Man to not yeah. give up and, you know, do what he was said. He's just an honest hero. Um, and, and his and acting think, chops at the end where when he when he, oh, when he died. Yeah, that was that was great. So like, good, Mr. Stark. Yeah, <laughs> that was heart. That was gut wrenching when that happened. When you saw that in theaters, you fucking felt what Tony was feeling when he lost them. Oh, Tony. dude, I felt amazing until eventually I got sad. <laughs> Dick. Such a piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> I'm just speaking truth, foo. Jeez, I man. Speak, I speak the true, true. Speak the true, true. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you're in Cloud Atlas. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Time oh, for the top. Next? Time for the top three foos, and um, I think once you see these, it'll make sense why some of like the Civil War one was so low, End Game was kind of low. Um, okay. It'll start to make a little more sense. Uh, number three it's is a uh, better. Oh fuck! Are oh, you want to guess then, Fu? All right, number th- okay. I'll get. I'll take Ogander. Yeah, I'll let you guess and the Fu guess. So, what three movies are remaining? Um, Remember, I already or, I already said Infinity War. You've already said Infinity War, Endgame. You said the, Amazing the Spider-Man Mag- One, and- the Maguire movies, some of the Maguire movies, and the Garfield movies. Mm-hmm. So number one, or no, I'm sorry, number three. Number three, I think, is Homecoming. No, Miles Morales. Oh. That's a good guess. Oh, Miles Morales into the Spider Verse. No, number but that's a, that's a fantastic guess, and I'm a little shocked that that's not even on the list, Foo. Wow, what? Oh, what? Yeah, he was a good character, man. Think, this is less is not credible. It's very questionable. Uh, well, um, yeah. I mean, we All got right, this number, far. Number three, well finish. Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. Yeah. Oh, at number three. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, damn. It, I, I think, I think two, for but... this one, it's because of the whole uh, "Who's the next Tony Stark?" kind of thing. The next oh, generation. Thing. It kind of addressed the next generation of superheroes. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was finally one of the full movies. Um, with what's his face, Tom Holland playing Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, instead of like throwing him with the mesh of characters, right? Yeah, and I, and I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Uh, great movie, um, good portrayal, better portrayal of Spider Man for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. And I thought that that was one of the best performances of Spider Man that Tom Holland played, where he just wants to be a you know, friendly neighborhood Spider Man, and it, and really it, want to be. it made you, it, that movie made me ex- accept. Sendaya as MJ. Yeah. Yeah, because it was kind of rushed in the first one. Mm-hmm. And I think they just hit better chemistry in this one. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, he has a crush on her. I could, I get it. She's not a redhead. I could get past that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number two, Fuzi. You would never, ever guess this, ever. So I'm just going to tell you. But it's the. Okay, let's see. Let's hear it. No, go ahead. Tell me. I'm just kidding. Um, it is actually. One of the Spider-Man from Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, spider Very, su- Yeah, you wish, Foo. Uh, very surprising. It's actually the Spider-Man that Miles Morales ran into, the the one voiced by Chris Pine. Oh. oh. 
Actually, yeah, that he was a good Spider Man. I forgot yeah. he opened as Spider Man. Yeah. He opened as Spider Man, and like when he met Miles Morales, I think this is why they rate him so high. He just played that pure Spider Man. Like, oh my God, we're the same. I have to mentor you. Like, just that was right his away. first words to him. Yeah, like yeah. you can't you can't beat that man. Stand up guy. Uh, and I remember when they took his mask off, he was. He was blonde, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. But and no, this, okay. And this Spider-Man sacrificed himself for Miles Morales, which mm-hmm. I think is why it's one of the best Spider-Man. Yeah. Because uh, this one actually was willing to give his life. And is that yes. canon, by the way? Does that happen? Like, I think mm-hmm. Josh. I think this into yep. the Spider-Verse is now canon, right? Well, it, it has been the way the way Miles Morales actually comes into play as spider-man is very close to this where um peter dies where he actually does die Mm -hmm. and miles takes over and same thing where his uncle uncle as the predator or the prowler aaron davis um he dies in the comic and that's what makes miles that's that's miles's uncle ben his uncle aaron Mm. so that's the moment that makes him turn and actually you know, realizing to be Spider-Man. Yeah, and then I think the uh, the writer of this article is saying that Chris Pine just fucking nails the one-liners. Um, he portrays how Spider-Man is just so tired because he's always been a hero. He just nails that perfectly, and he he argues he could have been a good like older Spider-Man in the actual movies. That would have been great to see. That would have been, and if they could, I mean, they can go. Yeah, they did a good cool. job with him. Yeah, if they can do a prequel on just him, I'd be I'd be happy. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And number. What's number one? Number one, Foos. Josh said it earlier. Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Spider Pig. And I honestly, I I think Homecoming, that was a p- excellent excellent portrayal of Peter, and especially with having the Vulture with Michael Keaton yeah, as the Vulture. That was, Dude, that was good. That was dope. Really and well then done. I don't even, a lot of people didn't even realize that the Shocker was in that movie. Mm-hmm. With, uh, it, it, I mean, with Herman Schultz, the guy that uses those gauntlets. That oh. Fucks, fucks him up on the buses. I thought that was the porn parody. The uh, Shocker. He shocked him, all right. Oh. Pun intended. Uh-huh. Well, that, you know what, food? That list is questionable. I, I, you know, but at least I think, I that, I that think the top three is pretty accurate, though. The top three is pretty solid. It's strong. But the rest, the remainder of the list, I think you can kind of shift, you know, shift some of those movies around. Um, but and I'll, honestly, I'll accept it. honestly, the best pick on this list is number six, the, the Jake Johnson Spider-Man. I mean, what a, what a surprise to even be on this fucking list. <laughs> like, yeah, Miles funny. Morales didn't even make this fucking list. That I don't agree with. I definitely yeah, don't. Yeah, he should have been that. on the list. I don't get it. He was a good yeah. He was a good Spider-Man. But uh, with this, two with... two other Spider-Men from the same movie made it over him. Yeah. It's because he's black, dude. It's gotta be. Dang food. <laughs> it's gotta be. Oh, right? oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it comes full circle. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, food, now that we geeked about I geeked out about my boy. <laughs> Um, let's shift it over to Josh. All right, Josh. What were you going to talk well, about? Something good, I hope. Well, Fu, um, <laughs> with the upcoming licensing of Daredevil, 
reverting back to Marvel in the next couple of months. Oh my! Uh, there's been talks of a plan. It, it pretty much it's already in their hands of uh, rebooting the series or or a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, what they're what they're hinting at is that Doctor Strange will be involved in this movie. Um, he's the I I think Doctor Strange is going to be involved in almost every series and movie for the next couple of next decade because he can float he, from I one think, to the other right i mean he could teleport yeah. with that ring that he has mm-hmm. create that circle teleportation thing so uh yeah right now that's the rumors they're they haven't decided um, decided on who they're going to recast but they're saying it's going to be a complete reboot so the netflix daredevil series mm. is, is not going to be canon anymore they said it's 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 going to be different which so, means also um, that the punisher isn't canon yeah i mean i would that that's logically speaking yeah i would think so but they haven't said anything mm. um yeah it's up to me so uh more news i'll give you guys more of an update on the daredevil news when uh when time comes like we still haven't gotten any updates on um what the hell is his name uh Jonah? the moon knight oh. we were still waiting on moon knight we're still waiting on blade um a lot of things are going to start uh, going back into production I know right now, uh, Batman. The Batman is mm. going back into production in the UK. So and all the actors are saying we can't talk about it, but we wish we could because it's so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, everything. Paul Dano is like pissing his pants because he's so excited about playing the Riddler. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna speculate. I'm just gonna go in blind um, because I want to see how good this actually is. Because I think Matt Reeves is gonna is gonna do a good job. He's gonna knock it out. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think there's not much going on right now. I mean, HBO Max just came out where everyone's fucking binging on Friends and Gojira, Gojira and Big Bang Theory. <laughs> we saw the and, original you know, Gojira, the 1954 movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, we saw the, the, the remake in 56 for America. Uh, right, 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 right. The, the, yeah, it was overdubbed. <laughs> Damn Americans. And Foos, I got to tell you, I watched the second, the the Godzilla Rages Again or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's 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 it's, my, it's Streets Ahead. <laughs> Pierce, Street stop Street. trying to make Streets Ahead a thing. All right, it's not a thing. Tried, coin and minted. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Oh, community. One of these days we gotta do an extended little segment on community. Yes, foo. Yes. Sure. Six seasons in a movie. Foo, I got some news for you though. Uh oh. I finally made Steph and Foosy over here watch the Broly movie. Yeah, we watched Broly yesterday. The Foo, how did you like (laughs) Foo, how'd you like all that screaming, dog? It was quite a bit of screaming, sir. Um fucking these these fight scenes just kept going and it was it was three quarters of the movie was a fight Dude, scene. One, and I gotta say, Fusi, a, a lot of times Dragon Ball catches shit because the episodes might have these long fight scenes, but every time they go to a movie, it's like a quick fucking four minute, five minute fight. Uh well usually it's like, As, yeah, at the last fifteen minutes. It's a Dude, fight. Broly, when he starts to fight Goku and Vegeta, it's just nonstop. It doesn't stop. It's nope. great, dude. It's great. <laughs> and they finally it had to take them striking out three times on Broly and then trying to reboot to finally get it right. 
Because Fusi, let me tell, let me tell you, man. There's three other Broly movies. They're fucking cabbage, dude. Really? I mean, legend the uh, legendary Super Saiyan one at the time. I liked it. It was good, but I mean, after after seeing Broly Super, this it's fucking no contest for sure. Oh, no contest. And <laughs> and th- and that one, they were like randomly going to planets for some reason, like Vegeta and Broly, and it's like while they, they were did fighting? that like they did that like six times before Broly finally snapped. Yeah, and the reason why he snaps just because he sees Goku and Goku made him when they cry. Were crying as babies. Yeah, as babies, <laughs> it's like what? Like what I liked about the Broly, the Super Broly movie was that they they completely revamped the whole Saiyan origin. You know, you actually got to see that you know how the Saiyans first met Frieza, and you know Bardock saving Goku, sending him away. We got little Goku in a Saiyan armor, foo. Foo crying and holding his glass up against his daddy's hand. Ooh, he touched the glass like they do in prison. <laughs> <laughs> no touching the glass. No. <laughs> uh. Hands down. Yeah, I, but Josh kind of going kind of going on your tangent here. I'm really excited for what they do next with the uh, series because this is a complete complete origin rewrite and I mean, you're not going to rewrite an origin of something and then, like, stop doing the show. Like, they're going to... Oh, I hope no. they do the show. No, from, from what I understand, there's there's no show for right now because they're making movies. They're making movies um, and still writing the manga. So I think they're trying to let the manga build for a little bit more, similar to how, like, Attack on Titan did. Mm. And then they're going to start, you know, doling out series. I think there's, like, two more movies that they're producing right now um, based off of, like, uh, the current manga um, and then or one more movie based off the manga and then they're going to start back into the anime again um, and where they go with that anime they said it, they're opening they're leaving the door open they may go into like a lot of the GT storyline um, but actually make it work instead of doing the way they fucking did it in the 90s which was shit if they don't um, Josh I'm coming for you dude no, no, with the, with with Akira Toriyama behind the helm, the actual creator of Dragon Ball, um, you're not gonna go wrong. He's just lazy. That's the only thing. Like he's he's like he even admits it. He's like, ah, I'm just lazy. I don't want to write the new manga right now, or ah, I don't want to write the show right now. Like that's really why he didn't want to do GT. He just mm-hmm. didn't want to. He didn't want to keep keep writing for it for the show. So he kept writing his manga, but he just let a bunch of like an American um, group write the show. And they just did a shit job of it. You could tell it was, it was trying to capture that whole uh, Dragon Ball essence, and it just fucking fell flat. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Yeah. It's pretty bad, dude. Yeah, but uh, you know, the, the I was very surprised that the Fu actually enjoyed the movie. Um, Why the movie? I you know All the screaming because you're a douche. What the I fuck? never know with you in it. <laughs> Fu, hey, it's a, it's a coin flip with anime with me. It's a coin flip. What do you mean? You can like it. Like with when we first showed you One Punch Man, you're like, you side eyed it, you naysayed it, and we showed and you two more episodes. You're like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Well, it's because I didn't know it was a joke. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, you, it's a joke. You didn't. It's you a didn't joke. sell it. You didn't sell it. You didn't sell it properly. You should have just been like, all right, just just watch it and just just let us know how ridiculous you think it is. That's how you should have said it. You Damn, should've... but we have no pull with you, Jesus. 
Apparently not. Shut up. I, I, I suggest things all the time. <laughs> and you guys naysay just because I'm the one who said it. So. All you want to do is watch Cowboy Bebop, bro. Grow up. No, Captain Tsubasa. Captain Tsubasa, sir. <laughs> That's what's up. A little soccer. But uh, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Broly, you listeners out there, you guys are fucking up because that's a that's a hell of an anime movie. Yeah, so and the fight scenes are insane. Gnarly. And I did enjoy when the when um, Goku and Vegeta go to fuse when they, they teleport to they ditch Frieza to get the shit beat out of him for an He's hour. Just, Fucking getting worked for an hour while these guys keep fucking up on their on their fusion. <laughs> I was like, dude, and then he when Frieza goes golden and he's all like, oh, that's it, you're in for it now. And then, and then he just gets smacked. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, like, they the that's what I love about Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball C Z and Super is that they know how to work comedy in to the action and you know like it. And the seriousness of like what the series is, like there's a lot of little com- comedic aspects, like Foo. Foo, it's Oolong. very serious, Fuse. Okay. Okay. These are serious things, Foo. Fighting, Foo. Fighting just because you want to fight. Yelling until you glow, Foo. It's real. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Well, I've seen you yell until you glow red. Yeah. See, I told you. <laughs> it's, it's very scary. Working. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. All right, Foos, real quick. Um, did you guys see that Disney posted a little comic that reveals how Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc? Pit? I did see something like Woo! that, Foo. So there's a, there's an actual storyline now behind that. Yeah, and uh, the good old internet, Foo, of course, likes to condense the storyline in three sentences. So here we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, hope you're paying attention there, Josh. I uh, a, a pair of rebel fighters who have nothing to do with this, the trilogies, nothing to do with the original three movies. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird side story. Um, apparently, these rebel fighters steal some fuel from Boba Fett and get in a little firefight and knock him unconscious. Okay. And on Tatooine, a few days before the events of you know Luke showing back up on Tatooine, mm-hmm. um, uh. Boba Fett goes out to get his revenge and he catches his revenge and he actually throws these two uh, quote unquote clueless idiots into the Sarlacc pit. Okay. Um, two days before, you know, the whole big fight on Jabba's little fucking little space trap. Right. Yeah. Um, and then now we flash forward to two days later. Uh, you know, Luke pretty much knocks it's a luke or han han does it with the stick remember he accidentally hits his jetpack and he flies oh yeah so uh so that whole battle happens you know they clean it up they take off the little little fucking cabana java hut cabana uh explodes and they take off Mm -hmm. Uh, later on (laughs) what do you know the two idiots that uh boba fett threw in the pit are still in the pit alive alive because one of them was holding a spear and the spear they were able to like just by luck um the spear prevented the sarlacc from swallowing them so they were kind of just in the pit for two days trying to survive and then now all of a sudden you got boba fett in the pit so what they do is 
is they pretty much prevent him from falling into the mouth as well. And they all agree to fly out on his uh, jetpack. And that's how the Boba Fett officially survives. It's these two Nimrods uh, that he threw in the pit just by chance a couple days before still there. And they actually prevent him from being swallowed by the Sarlacc pit. Those were three very long run-on sentences. <laughs> well, Fu, I had to drag it out, Fu. I had to pretend I was writing for a movie. Okay. No, that's okay, interesting. Fu. That has nothing to do with anything else. Nope. Just yeah. a just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence that like he had this beef with these two douchebags that are rebel fighters, and yeah, the, lucky for him they were in there. I can only imagine that conversation. He comes down. They're like, "Hey, what the fuck? It's him. <laughs> it's him." Hey, listen, guys. listen, listen. <laughs> we can argue and fall in. We can use this jetpack and get the fuck out of here. And I think I think because uh, they prevented him from falling in, that he agreed to not kill them because he would have died if they would not have been in there. So at the end of the day, Fu, you know, you know, two wrongs equal a right in this in this instance. Put, put that Apparently. in the W column, Fu. And then this is why, Fu. This this is the way, Fu. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> well, Fu, is that going to do it for geeking out? I think so. All right. Well, what kind of sports do you guys have? Just a little bit. All right. (laughs) Live from FM Studios in Ontario, California, it's... Sports. Wait, are we really using the old intro? Again? Uh, it was an accident again. We can. <laughs> I mean, there it is. There you I mean, I mean, I mean, you're not going to edit it, Foo. I mean, geez. nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sports. Here we are. Nothing happening. All right, cool. Well, that was sport. No, no, food. No, no. <laughs> hey, I, I want to talk about this real quick because I just know how big of a supporter of the NFC Josh is, and Josh, Josh deserves to know why the Cowboys can't come to a deal with their quarterback. So you know what, Josh would we'll dedicate this part of the segment to you. Oh, thanks, Foo. Uh, but did did you actually hear what's going on with the Dak Prescott situation? Well, I heard he turned down uh, uh, the a contract that was going to make him the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Foo, they um, offered him Fuse. They offered him the highest money ever, and he said, "No, nah, I want more." What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, is he supposed to be that good or what? Uh, well, he has won. A, he, he he's won one so. playoff game. No, oh. that tells you. Okay, it wasn't even him; it was Zeke. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Forgot he wouldn't. He wouldn't have won that game without Zeke. That's for sure. Nope. But um, so the Cowboys, I believe, offered him somewhere between the range of uh, thirty-five to forty million dollars per year, which is by far the highest motherfucking salary a quarterback can get. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker, Dak Prescott, said, "I want forty-five million a year." King me, bitch. 
Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I don't know, man. I, I, I okay. Let me let me let, let me ask speak. you this, Josh. Yeah, stop cutting me off there, Josh. It's very rude. <laughs> That's very rude. But I, oh jeez. <laughs> All right, Josh. Kirk yeah. Cousins is making twenty eight million a year. Yeah. Um, what's that scrub Wentz making? Good question. Uh, Son of a bitch. Doesn't even know what his own quarterback's making, Foo. Look at this guy. No, man. I don't give a fuck what they make as long as they win. That's all that matters. This is direct correlation. (laughs) I mean, last time I checked, your paycheck didn't win you the game. Oh! Oh! Continue your point, Foo. Continue your point. Well, I'm just kind of perplexed on... I mean, is Dak Prescott worth forty-five to fifty million dollars a year? No. I mean, get the fuck out of here, dude. He hasn't even won an MVP. He hasn't won Offensive Player of the Year. Um, I, I mean, yeah, granted, he's done. He's put up some numbers with mediocre talent until and he, he got Amari Cooper and, and in his Zeke. in his defense, he has gotten better each year, and I think he's baking banking on having a breakout year uh which yeah. is i mean that's some good he's he has good expectations of himself however we just haven't seen that quarterback besides brady that just keeps getting better every year and there's a reason brady got better every year because he's the fucking goat what were you talking about foo we had patrick mahomes i mean and again another guy who has gotten better every year and arguably, uh, I would pay Mahomes more money, but Mahomes is getting less; would get less money. So, well, Mahomes I, can't restructure his contract yet because he's still on his on his rookie deal. Like I think next year he can renegotiate, like but but your fourth or fifth year. But Dak only has a year on him, then that's why I'm like kind of fluster, uh, perplexed, I should say, on why this guy thinks he's owed all this money. When there are other guys who've gotten farther than him, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break some news to you here. Uh-huh. Um, he's gonna fart. Uh, let me let me tell you why he thinks he's entitled to such such an outlandish amount of money. It's because he's a fucking Dallas Cowboy. Those pricks <laughs> are so goddamn self entitled. They think they deserve everything. But that's but your you know favorite what? type of cowboy, Josh. Fuck them. Oh, yeah, the cowboy that sits out and doesn't get paid? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You're a fraud. Just take a, a, a take total a, fraud. Exactly, Grimy. Exactly. Just take a seat, Dak. And let, you know what? Let uh, let Andy Dalton, you know, take your Oh, jeez, dude. I mean, food. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. I mean, foo. But foo. I mean, My fingers, foo. They're stuck together. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just foo. saying, foo. Foo, what do you think? Yeah, this guy... Still. This guy is oh, oh shit, dude! I can't, I can't, I can't be that. <laughs> what do you think, Foo? Should we make this guy the highest Fuse? Should we make this guy the highest paid player in the league when Scrubs are performing better than him? No, of course not. I, I, I say, I say they call his bluff and move on. Ryan Tannehill, Jesus Christ, Josh! Do you remember that contract he got? Yep. 
he got paid, dude, and he only looked good in three games. <laughs> Dang, that sucks. And that's what you risk, man, when you get that cocky and it's just like, well, I'm getting paid. Should I even bother actually playing the game? You know, it, it's like at a certain point, like what where does the where does it intersect? Like where does the 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 pay meet the, you know, the the skill? And then at, at what point at what point are you overpaying somebody? And I think that's the situation they're in. Uh, they have some good prospects. Uh, CC Lamb, right? CD Lamb. CD Lamb. CD Lamb. CD. Lamb. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Why are you in Son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little tangent here. I mean, CD Lamb, where his, where the, never mind. What? It's gonna it's gonna get racist. Uh, oh, go on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> After we were so politically connected, I know. I know Fu. I'm just gonna take a step back. You see, Josh is all woke, no joke, foo. That's why. Dang. <laughs> joke would have been worth it. Too. I'll tell you guys offline. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, no, no. no way. <laughs> That's awful. Josh is planning his streets ahead, foo. <laughs> streets ahead. Jesus. Uh, I, I got a little story to talk about. I, I, I do not wish to talk about the Cowboys any further. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that, foo. Yeah. Um, hey Josh, you rem- do you remember an NBA player uh, that used to be on the Heat called Carlos Arroyo? Carlos Arroyo sounds familiar. Uh, I believe he played on the LeBron D Wade team uh, in the 2011 season, so LeBron's first year. Oh, okay. And he was kind of just a role player for the most part, and I think his best that was his best year. Um, Oops. I think that was his best year. Sorry about that. And it's it all went downhill after that. But little does everyone know, foo. Little does everyone know. Carlos Arroyo became a reggaeton fucking uh, artist, foo. A word? Yeah. Um, he's actually the most successful ex-NBA player to get into music. Oh, I thought it was Shaq. No, dude, Dang. no. This dude's more popular than Shaq. What's Impossible. his handle? I mean, this foo's got Latin America on his back. Foo's. That's Come true. On. That's true. And um, you only need one drum beat. That's true. And then <laughs> you just need a bunch of fucking horns going off in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, he retired from the NBA officially in 2016. And he was still trying to figure out what to do after basketball and he finally said went from i'll do it next year to let's do it and he pretty much just i mean worked his way he kind of started you know started the traditional root foo he uh started uh walking you know much like you going door to door hey can you come see my band play we just need five bucks (laughs) all right and uh but he had an advantage motherfucker had a horn dang foo that's why he's so popular i want to hear his music now see um in 2020 (laughs) half the song that he uh, carlos arroyo hit the finish line foos he signed with rimas entertainment (laughs) (laughs) 
Los rimas, fu. Rimas. Noah Assad, who is the co-founder of Rimas Entertainment, said that he has a unique sound and he is a legend in his country. So that is why they decided to sign him. The ex-NBA vet of 11 years um, finally put his his side project on Fu and he uh, let's see his first single was Baila Reggaeton. Oh wow, that's imaginative. Very much so, Fu. And he said he's doing it. For... <laughs> uh huh. He said he's doing it for his two daughters, Fu. Oh, I do not want to hear the lyrics to this. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> I do not. Apparently, this song blew up to Latin American or uh, Latinos all across the globe, and it became one, and it is now his most known song. And uh, he is currently he is facing issues because he just signed with the label and then fucking coronavirus hit ah. uh yeah so he's kind of in the same boat as everyone now but foo he finally did it foo he he got all the horns and he synchronized them foo oh man that's not an easy feat i gotta say <laughs> um i guess he was inspired by his two daughters uh, they listen to reggaeton all the time. Mm-hmm. And so he finally decided to make music he thought they would like. And he was actually kinda, he was quite the gentleman, Fu. He was quite a hit. Well, again, I do not want to hear the lyrics to this. <laughs> if it's did you just go by his name, Fu? Or does he have like a pseudonym? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Yeah, he just goes by Carlos Arroyo. All right. Yeah, there you go. Keeping it simple, Foo. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was uh, interesting. The most successful uh, musical artist from the NBA is Carlos Arroyo. That's... Uh, oh, Foo. Dame Dollar ain't going to like that. Uh, Dame Dollar, like Foo. Ron Artest, Foo. He has two CDs. He's not happy, I bet. <laughs> really? Yeah, he has two CDs, believe it or not. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Well, that's yeah. news to me. <laughs> and Foo Damien Lillard goes by Dame Dalla. That's the Dame, Dame Dalla sign Foo. My electronic name was E equals MCJ. Oh, yeah, I it. forgot Lonzo Ball can <laughs> rap too. Oh yeah, he actually put out a diss rap recently. Did he really? On for uh, for Kyle Kuzma, like he was talking shit about Kuzma. Oh for, shit. Good oh, for fuck's sake, dude. Yeah. How is yeah, he gonna back I that up? <laughs> How can he Kuz possibly can't back that up? Uh. He can't even play. I mean, the way he's been playing. God damn it. Anyway. Uh, I mean, we're supposed to get an announcement for the NBA this upcoming Thursday. On, yeah. uh, how they're going to proceed. Well, they, it, they're, they haven't confirmed it or officially announced anything. Hmm. That, and that's, did you, they're waiting for Thursday. Did you hear, Josh, that the Ball Brothers are going to sign with uh, Rock Nation? Say what? Yep, Rock Nation Sports. Excuse me. No. Nice. Uh, yeah, they're fuck, dude. That's kind of a big deal. The HOV is gonna gonna take them to new heights. H to the his O foos. B to the his A. 
Catch me down in <laughs> VA. <laughs> so, also, what's what's all this about the uh, the MLB uh, and uh, doing the prorations? Oh well, man, hey. it, they so they find they they sent a uh, rebuttal to the players nixing the whole salary cut idea. Um, they recent this past Sunday they proposed to the players a 114 game season with. Uh, let's see, that would cover 70.3% of their original salaries. Uh, 50 games scheduled with full prorated pro rata that would pay the players 30.8% of that number. Hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, according to this, this is an article from ESPN by Jeff Passan, um, who's an M- MLB insider. Uh, apparently, based on the feedback received from the Players Association, the agreement reads, the Office of Commissioner will construct and provide the Players Association as promptly as possible a proposed 2020 championship season and postseason schedule or multiple schedule options using best efforts to play as many games as possible while taking into account player safety and health, rescheduling needs, competitive consideration, stadium availability, and the economic feasibility of various alternatives. Uh, so, and they're also going to be giving the players the option to return, from my understanding. So, mm. so if players do want to play, they can, but they can also take the option and sit out the season um, if they don't feel comfortable playing during the, the pandemic. Which I hope more sit out than don't. To be fucking honest, I think a lot will, dude, because I, I, a lot of players are still not about this whole proration and. Um, you know, losing, you know, a good chunk of their money, especially like the high paid guys. Like I'm sure Harper isn't going to be happy about it, you know, considering Fuck how him. much the motherfucker makes. Fuck y- him. Yeah, I know. But that's just one example. Um, I don't give a fuck what he thinks or John Carlos. Then they can go fucking kick rocks for all I give a shit. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, they still haven't come to an agreement yet. The only team, the only uh, league that's coming back so far is the NHL. Um, and then the NBA is looking like it's going to be coming back soon. There's no, we'll get more details on Thursday. Yeah. I saw, I saw some guy on Twitter say that he hopes the Astros win the world series again. So they can, ha- so both of their championships can have asterisks behind them. Yeah. <laughs> the McCasterix. Yeah. <laughs> the Houston asterisks. Man. Fuck those guys, dude. Yeah. Seriously, dude. And foo, <sighs> foo, there's no escape in sports without talking about the Lake Show, foo. Really? Oh, foo. What's happening? Did you hear what that? the? Did you hear what a uh, couple of Lakers were up to on Saturday afternoon, foo? No, man. Uh, yeah. Ad and LeBron. Ad, LeBron, and their boy Jr. Smith were riding uh, bikes in downtown LA, food <laughs> uh, amid the protests. Happy, oh, what have you not? Uh, they were not protesting. They just went out for a bike ride. That is their right, foo. At least not during curfew hours. And they weren't wearing masks, foo. Those monsters, foo. I know. And then uh, to kind of just jump on another mini tangent of that story, did you did you hear about what Jr. Smith Jr. Smith did? Because he's in L.A. right now. Um, he parked his truck in a residential neighborhood away from the uh, the protesting and the rioting, uh-huh. and. He actually caught some guy trying to bash his window in. So we chased oh. him down and he beat the shit out of oh, him. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> Vigilante justice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess people recorded him saying it. And then some dude was like, yo, did you beat that guy up because he's white? And he was like, I don't give a fuck if you're white, black, or whatever color you are. You're going to break into my truck. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah that's right. how it usually should work. <laughs> Textbook justice. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of uh, vigilante justice or, you know, riot, the whole protest justice, there was a video of John Bones Jones um, out during the riots, and he caught oh, a couple of white kids with the uh with spray cans and he was like chasing them like bro give me the fucking can oh i saw that fucking can yeah he like he like pretty much cornered him as like you're gonna give me the cans you're gonna get your ass whooped right yeah yeah dude seriously like he was right in there pretty imposing dude (laughs) i oh fuck yeah dude i would not fuck with john jones hell no yeah yeah here you go sir (laughs) right away when he asked like here you go well one of them was just like come on man we're just messing around it's like give me the fucking can (laughs) it's like oh okay He's like, fine, here. Yeah. And he's all trying to laugh it off. But it's just like, you know, he was shaking in his boots. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Do you know that guy was shitting his pants? You know, a little Hell poop came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. He made a poop. He just groundhog little. It's fine. He deserved it. Yeah. Fuck prick. Well, Fu, I think, uh, I think that's enough sports. Right. No more sports. Let's get it on with a quick joint report, shall we? Oh. Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. Well, Foos, amid uh, all of these protests, of course, you know, with the looting happening and the destruction in some places, uh, a couple of places throughout the country have been uh, have been raided, uh, not by police, but by, you know, looters. Uh, robbers, vandals hit cannabis businesses during protests, likely causing tens of thousands of dollars in losses for the cannabis industry. Um, weekend protests over the death of George Floyd in Minnesota came with a cost for marijuana retailers in various states. Several bi- businesses told Marijuana Business Daily that they believe that the damage was done by professional criminals rather than the protesters themselves. Booze which is becoming uh, a really huge part of the um, of the dynamic with this whole thing. You know, you got some actors in there, uh, sometimes you know, with undercover cops getting in there and trying to make the rest of the population look worse than it should be. Um, but er- for now, in Chicago, every dispensary is closed indefinitely to prevent further looting and allow the businesses to clean up. And uh, some of the cannabis retailers reportedly uh, looted in California included Bloom, Cookies, Harborside, and Medmen Foo, uh, with San Francisco Bay Area shops being particularly hard hit the most. Mm. Um, now, I know that we have a couple of Medmen's here in the, in the L.A. area, and both of them were significantly fucked up with, uh, with um, you know, w- with everybody get- getting in there. As soon as somebody broke the window and people realized, oh, my God, that is Medmen, they started rushing in there, but it only took one asshole to break the, the doors open. And sure enough, that they were cleaned out hard. And hadn't we already talked about MedMen filing for bankruptcy already? They already did, Fu, and they're under new ownership. And they thought it would. They, they thought they righted the ship, dude, but they did not. No, nah, because then COVID hit. 
and now fucking and now this is happening i don't know that they're gonna recover uh from this and you know i'm not that mad considering their sky high fucking prices um there's there's others there's other dispensaries who have been able to make it happen legally uh and not you know tell you to grab your ankles when you're walking out to the cash register so. right don't forget you owe me an extra 30 percent. like what the fuck yeah like i want to i want to put price, like bro I'm, yeah it's like dude i just i want to put half my shit back now well you're not a true stoner it's like <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah no kidding last i checked the hippies didn't pay thousands of dollars just to smoke a fucking split right fuck, hi- hippies didn't spend 65 dollars for a joint dude mm-hmm Last I checked, sharing was caring, <laughs> bastard. But um, yeah, man, they, they've been hit pretty pretty hard. Uh, and uh, luckily for us, you know, the one that we frequent, the good old House of Hundred Harmonies, it hasn't been hit. Um, and I will guard, I will guard it with my <laughs> life. <laughs> if, um, and and you know, we actually had some protests here in the good old uh, San Gabriel Valley, but none uh, got that. None really got out of hand, from what I heard. Um, nah, man, we're fucking, we're in the suburbs, man. <laughs> if you're fucking riding in the suburbs, you got a fucking problem. Oh, yeah. You just, remind, you just reminded me of that one song by Akon. Living in the ghetto. <laughs> in the ghetto. In the ghetto. Um, a lot of the, a lot of owners, and in particular, um, well, a couple of the uh, weed shop owners, they, uh, they're they not even that mad because a lot of them stand with the protesters. And they're just like, this yeah. is just a byproduct of the cause. And, you know, we're we're going to do what we always do and just rebuild. Because, I mean, how, 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 how much has the cannabis industry been fucked with with cop rate, cops rating them, you know, almost it's on an annual basis? Forever. So this is probably just part of their fucking business structure to expect a raid. And um, you know that they'll they'll overcome. It's one of their valleys, foo. Yeah, it's just you know they plan for this. Like some people or some businesses plan for uh, recessions. You know they stash a little money on the side just in case they get raided by the cops. Fortunately, it was protesters, but you know it was a raid nonetheless. So at least the cops don't got it. Or 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 do they, foo? Or oh do they? shit! That's right. You just made a good point about that, and I did not <laughs> acknowledge. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a bunch of crookedness happening And you know as long as everybody uh, Stays real and is able to Police the police and police themselves I think um, it'll make for A really good and productive protest So stay safe out there If you're going to wait If you're going to raid a weed shop Know where the good stuff is first That's all I got to say And don't go to House 100 And don't go to House 100 or you will die Smoke weed every day Yeah well said, Foo. <laughs> well, let's end it with the music highlights. Well, man, I, uh, I I picked three revolution songs. Uh, not not necessarily because they're talking about revolution, but because they were they're tied specifically to whatever the fuck is happening right now. Uh, the first one that I uh, want to show you guys is from my one of my favorite bands, probably a close second, right right behind Rage Against the Machine, Pearl Jam. This is off of their 1993 Versus album, and uh, this is uh, the song that follows is followed um, that follows 
Dissident, one of my favorite songs, and the song that really influenced what my side project should be called. But this song is called WMA, White Male American. Check it out. <clears throat> and go. It's really thinking about it. There we go. This is uh, one of their most percussive songs, and it just has a simple freaking uh, message. You know, you won the lottery by being born because of the pigment of your skin. Nobody really fucks with you, and you get along with cops most of the time. And if you don't, at the very least, they don't fuck with you. So, I mean, that's exactly what's going on right now. You know, there's some people born with privilege and some people tend to flaunt it when they know that they have it. And that's the issue we're having these days. Uh, but this next one that I wanted to introduce to you guys, because I'm almost certain you probably never heard this one before, but it's it comes all the way from 1965. Uh, a lot of shit was going on in American culture, even back then. Like I was saying, if uh, if you were a fucking time traveler from the 60s, you'd be like, I uh, I just never left. But this one in particular is by Barry McGuire. Uh, he was a folk singer from way back when. And uh, this is his, probably his most famous track called Eve of Destruction. The Eastern world, it is exploding. Violence flaring, bullets loading You're old enough to kill, but not for voting You don't believe in war, but what's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating But you tell me Don't 
Can't you understand what I'm trying to say? Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today? If the button is pushed, there's no running away. There'll be no one to save with the world in a grave. Take a look around you, boy. It's bound to scare you, boy. And you tell me. You know, the lyrics uh, to this song in particular, they're fairly simple and easy to understand, but, I mean, there's some deep shit going on in there. At a certain point, you know, in the beginning there, he's just like, even the Jordan River has bodies flo floating. And if you're a religious cat, you know, you would understand that that's where Jesus was baptized. You know, so, like, it's supposed to have some kind of significance to it. And even then, that fucking river has bodies floating in it. And, you know, there's, there's all kinds of evil throughout the world. And don't tell me that it's not the eve of destruction. It's pretty much what he's trying to say. And I thought that was pretty powerful. Um, and so this last but not least one is probably the newest song out of the bunch. But this it's by one of my favorite rappers, Nas. You guys are probably familiar with him. Uh, but it's off of his 1996 Ooh. album. It was written, and it's probably one of my favorite songs by him that features Miss Lauren Hill, If I Ruled the World. Harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue behind my waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes. Lacing your click up with diamond rolls. Your people's holding dough. No parole, no rubbers Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers Just some thoughts for the mind I take a glimpse into time Watch the blimp read, the world is mine If I rule the world Imagine that I free all my Probably one of the best produced rap songs that I've ever heard, too. Uh, it, it's so tastefully done uh, in every single way. Um, but yeah, Foos, what you think? It's a great song, Foo. I First thing in there, I thought you were going to say my favorite song, and it's Phone Tap. <laughs> Got your phone tap. What you going to do? <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> Close. Make it all stick like glue. Got you. Got you. <laughs> Good old Dr. Dre Fu and Nas. Yeah, man. Nas is great, dude. He's uh I, he's not even underrated. That's just I just don't think he's as appreciated. Is he I mean, I would put him on the Mount Rushmore of, of great rappers. Uh, what about what do you guys think? I think you're smoking crack, dude. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I guess I just like him that much. I mean, Fu. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm just kidding, Boo. Uh, 
you know what? I think because he's still alive, I kind of discredit that to to a certain degree. You know where I'm coming gotta, from, though, right? Like, yeah, I gotta say, he's man, great, he's but... he's he's a talented guy. If you've ever heard his first album, Illmatic, mm. uh, it's only ten songs and it's like thirty four minutes. It's, it's a half just hour of power. Fan. Oh, dude, it's all good. Great music. You don't need to create these fucking weird ass skits where you're with your boy slicing up coke. Nah. Just do 30 minutes of good music, get the fuck out of there, go home, <laughs> and get paid. Yeah, and go play some video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, well, uh, that's an interesting topic, too, the the Mount Rushmore of rappers. We'll get into that in a different episode. I, I'd be curious Dang to see what you guys think. Uh, we probably already covered this, or we probably already played those rappers, so that's, that's why I want to get into that. But, Actually, I don't think we have. No, we haven't. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh. Let's talk about it then. Not yeah, right Kendrick now. Lamar is not up there, Foo, just so you know. All right. All right. You know what? Let's not get into it because we're going to get into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, last but not least, I know I said, uh, I know I said uh, we're going to end it with the music highlights. But Foo, I forgot about your Foo facts. You got any for us? Foo, I actually have a breaking update Foo facts that I know you're, you and your wife are going to fucking flip on this what do you mean well check this out foo uh-huh. um and also let me pull up some other food back just in case <laughs> okay um foo joe exotic food there's some news oh, oh! What, what's wrong uh, josh <laughs> why, why are you your, your head fell into your hands my 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 head hurts okay this 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 ugh. Go ahead, Foo. Well, Foo, I, I, think, I think the um I think the title of this article needs no further explanation. So here we go. Carol Baskin wins <laughs> control of Tiger King's Joe Exotic's former zoo. Now I gotta throw away my "What would Joe do?" bracelet. Sorry, Foo. You gotta get rid of those. Uh, get rid of those birthday cards on fucking Instagram that say, "You know who didn't wish you a happy birthday?" <laughs> fucking Carol Baskin. Why are you encouraging this? It's all Why over my feed, dude. <laughs> it's one of those pop-up ads. I hate it. God damn. Oh. Probably because my phone's picking up this douchebag saying Carol Baskin all the time. Bar- <laughs> Does it have to sound like you have a dick in your mouth? <laughs> like a mouthful of peanuts. House- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anything else? <What> else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a here's a funny one. Um, well, I'll be the judge it, of that. All right, Foo, you caught me. <laughs> If if your second toe is longer than your big toe, it is a condition called Morton's toe, and that some statues, including the Statue of Liberty, have sculpted it that way. Are there any benefits to this? No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, here's one that Josh is going to find hilarious. Um, surprisingly, Tolkien's son, Christopher Tolkien, hates the Lord of the Rings movies. He's probably such a like annoying douchebag at Christmas and Thanksgiving. He's like, you know what I did? You don't know what I wrote? When are you going to write a book like your dad? Son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. I, I, yeah. All right. Everybody, everybody who created their own language, raise your hand. <laughs> Everyone. Oh, my gosh. Phil. Yeah, I'd be annoyed, too. Uh, all right. Well, Foo, I just want to, I did tease this earlier. Yes. Uh, for those of you that do want to donate to the Black Lives Matter cause, um, these are the following uh, places or organizations you can donate to. There's the Black Visions Collective. Uh, it's a social justice organization that aims to center our work in healing and transformative justice principles, intentionally develop our organization's core DNA to ensure sustainability and develop, develop Minnesota's emerging black leadership to lead powerful campaigns. Um, you can donate there. You can also donate at Reclaim the Block, which is um, or it's an organization that works with communi uh, communities and city council members in Minneapolis to redistribute money from the police department to other parts of the city budget that uh, truly promote community health and safety. The North Star Health Collective the bailout, uh, the bail project, which uh, pays for bail of anyone who was caught protesting or um, things like that. And then uh, the Communities United Against Police Brutality, um, Know Your Rights uh, Camp, Fair Fight, the Atlanta Solidarity, Campaign Zero, Unicorn Riot. Um, you can find all of these online. Um, and you know what? Just donate. Donate whatever you can to these causes. And, you know, any little bit helps. And, uh and uh, and the WHO is still taking money too for COVID, so <laughs> if nothing else, um, there there's still a pandemic upon us. So if, the who the who is the who is making a new album? I I wish. Ooh. Foo, I should I I guess it's on me. I should have had that queued up. <laughs> I really wanna know. <laughs> So, two very important uh, organizations that, that yeah, two very important organizations helping the cause uh, to eradicate this fucking disease. But um, I I am not looking forward to the uh, the second wave of uh, COVID spreading um, due to these protests. You know they're doing a good thing, but they're they're not only risking getting shot and harassed by police, but they're also risking getting getting coronavirus out there. So, um. It's it's a tough world to live in right now, bro. <laughs> uh, I got. I'm we're, tell in, we're, foo, we're in Jumanji, foo. Jeez, yeah. Someone win the game already? No I mean, kidding. Fuck! Did did someone get caught inside the game? Like seriously, bro. Aliens be looking at the new season of Earth, going, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man, we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> yeah, I know. That president's back in the new season. <laughs> oh no! Uh, 
gross. Anyway, well, Foop, that's uh, that's going to do another podcast. I don't think we've done a podcast this long in a while. I think we're approaching a, a, an hour 45, and uh, yeah, good shit, man. Good shit. You really monopolized it with the fucking sports last time. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and, and this time was Spider-Man food. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't that mad at it until, you know, the obvious parts. Until we found <laughs> out fucking Endgame was number 10 on the list. Yeah, and Miles don't Morales don't isn't even started, on it. Man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, if the world can be perfect, Spider-Man will not have came back from the snap, okay? Well, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a fucking champion. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And a little side note, we're going to go ahead and post this up immediately because Tuesday, June 2nd, we are going dark. We are muting in solidarity with the protesters. So... Check us out. Drop us a line. And we'll food up like a couple of foods. I've been Josie. I've been Rose. With the food. Signing off saying, don't be a dick. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.